The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Hey everyone, this is the Marine and the Hippie. This is actually episode 9. The last one we called episode 9 was actually episode 8. So we'll call this one episode 9 and have it be episode 9 part 2. Uh, you're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Marine. Here with me is the Hippie, Dylan, uh, from Turkey. Still in Turkey, right? You haven't left? Yep, yeah. Right on. Uh, intercontinental call here, talking about uh, left and right. Why does the right seem to have as Dylan said, a more sellable product and the left doesn't necessarily have something that a lot of people want. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I always, I, I, for a long time, I was part of this mindset that, you know, you have to kind of like do what's right, regardless of what people want. Like, you know, even if you're, I think there's the famous saying, even if you're a minority of one, the truth is still the truth. You know, essentially, I would I would use that to justify this notion of, look, the reason why we need revolution is because it's the right thing to do. The reason why we need socialism is because it's the right thing to do. I don't even care if I'm the only socialist. If everybody else in the whole world hates me, I don't really care because it's the right thing to do. And then it started occurring to me, um, and this is probably fairly interesting, if the people in the country wanted socialism, we would have socialism. It's not that the people are are too stupid, you know, to know what they want. It's not that the people are too don't understand what socialism is. And yeah, they might not understand what socialism is, but the fact is is that it really it isn't, it isn't the point that they don't understand it, it's that they don't want it. And if they did want it, that's what we would have right now. So me sponsoring my revolution and me forcing socialism down everybody's throat uh wouldn't necessarily be you know sustainable because as soon as I would de- was dead, and they probably would kill me pretty quick, they just go back and wreck everything that I that I tried to build. Dylan, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think you're 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 on to it. I mean, if if that's what the nation wanted, that's what they'd have because we're a nation of being able to get what we want. That's part of being an American or part of the foundation is call it capitalism call it whatever but is that we can get things and if we did want these things we would have them i don't know if they're too i don't know if i agree um completely with the, the idea that that i think sometimes the reason why we don't have it might be a little bit more sinister in my opinion i think that there are probably some people who really don't want us to have it so they don't want to create a full picture i can give um two examples sugar and uh tobacco as examples two things that we know do a lot of harm yet there's so much money behind them pumping the idea that well let's make it seem like they don't do a lot of harm so people still use them so people don't get the full picture and i think that that is socialism in a lot of ways because, I mean, in my opinion, universal basic income and medical care for all, and we've talked about this before, would go a long way to solving a, a myriad of problems, not just economic, but also if you had medical care for all, which would include mental and dental care, then we wouldn't have as many 
people wanting to walk in with guns to hurt people because being not only would mental health care be accessible, it would be affordable. So it wouldn't be something that only only the wealthy would be able to to enter into and, and to have. But the left and the right is really strange to me because the right is this product. And the right, whatever you want to call them, and, and you can hate the right, that's fine. But I don't know if hate gets us anywhere because the right isn't, they don't have to hate the left. They, they can look down at the left, but they are something. They're like, hey, we, 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 we now are traditional family values. We are Christian. We are wealthy. We are, you know, historically the, the power structure in America. That's the, the, do you want to join that? People go, yeah, I do, because, well, I would like to be rich. I would like to, I believe in God, and I want to have a family, and I want to be part of the power structure. So that's something that people can buy into. And then in the left here, we have a whole bunch of, of, of different groups who fight amongst each other. And within that fighting and that infighting, we hate each other. And it's by by fighting each other and hating each other, we we ultimately get nowhere, and uh, yeah, and I think that's a problem, Doc. Yeah, the there's an idea that um, the left is really good. I don't mean to say really good as a as like a compliment, but they're really like skilled at talking about policy, talking about ideas, talking about here's the nuts and bolts, how this thing is going to work, the mechanism of this whole thing. And meanwhile, the right gets to go out there and be like eagles, apple pie, you know, <laughs> immigrants, and everybody votes for for them. And so the, the, I think that's a fundamental problem in our country. Yeah, the, the left is very, very good at identifying problems and social injustices. But are they are they are they as able at identifying the solutions that can encompass everybody. And when we come back um, to episode nine, the left and the right, we will continue with this conversation. Hey, this is Doc. Uh, you're listening to The Marine and the Hippie, and I am the Marine. Ah, welcome back to The Marine and the Hippie. This is Dylan, and I'm the Hippie, coming at you from Turkey. Uh, when we left, when we left, we were talking about the left and the right, and primarily the, the concern, I think, the concern that the left is, is so fractured that we don't have a sellable product, or we don't have... Uh, something to stand behind or someone to stand behind. I think, you know, water under the bridge, but I think with, with Bernie Sanders, we, the, the left was more unified. There was, there was something that we were all working towards without him. It, it seems to have kind of become diluted and amongst ourselves is where our energy is going. Doc. Well, uh, the one thing I, I wonder is I, I think that 
And I, I go back to another, this is anecdotal reporting here. There's some report that said that the right wing tends to follow uh, like unified leadership more willingly than the left does. And then I've also seen reports where it says that the left wing, it, left wing, when I talk about left wing in the United States, I'm talking about the Democrats, not the actual leftists in this country. I'm talking about Democrats. Uh, they're more willing to shut down the opposition. They're more willing to act like authoritarians than the right wing is. And so I think that I think the problem is the one of the reasons why we don't have leaders on the left. You know, people will say we always need leaders. We don't have any leaders on the left is because every single time one steps up, the left proceeds to tear that person apart. They look for every single little thing that they could possibly nitpick about how this person is not perfect, and they shred them apart. And one real good thing. One real good thing um, was the organizers of the Women's March, right, at the beginning of the Trump administration. There was something like four four different women. I don't even know their names right now, but the the left shredded those people once they found out they weren't perfect on a number of issues. Uh, you know, and I don't know. That's how the left does. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had that as a personal experience. When I started um, the blog, Observations from the Spectrum, it was very much under the premise of hope springs eternal and unity. And sometimes I would get very positive feedback, but other times I would get the feedback that it is a naive point of view. It is impossible for the left or for, for there to be complete unity. And uh, I... I, I think I internalized that and said, okay, I'm, I'm going to buy in now. I'm going to buy into this idea, as you just said, Doc, of, of being a leftist and breaking it down. So, yes, you're right. Unity doesn't work. Well, unity, without unity, we literally get nowhere because we're, again, up against an immovable thing. We're not immovable, but, but a, um, a tangible, sellable product or a group of people and, and we're up against them for, as as a, all individual entities unwilling in many ways to connect Doc, do you think that the american people really want what the right wing is selling or do you think it's just because there's lack of an alternative to what the right wing is selling so that the right wing ends up with it by default i think that's a great question and when we come back we will answer that question You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm Dylan. I'm the Hippie from Turkey. And let me just tell you, Kolai Gelsen, may it be easy. Peace. Hey, you're listening to Marine and the Hippie, episode nine. I am the Marine. I am Doc. And I'm here with Dylan. Uh, I'm actually in Iowa. So Iowa talking to Turkey and Turkey talking back to Iowa. That's We're bringing the whole world together. This is full globalization right here. Um, hey, before we left for the break, I asked the question, do you think the right, the people really want what the right is selling? Uh, selling, of course, being in quotes. Uh, or is it just they lack a tangible alternative from the left and so they just sort of get what the right gives by default? Dylan, what are your thoughts? 
I think that the right does a very good job at connecting itself to whatever that ideal or that the the American dream you brought it up like the apple pie trucks flags guns these things and and because there is no viable alternative anybody who likes these things who wants a piece of the American pie says well yeah this makes sense because the alternative is what to to go into a firing squad ultimately is to go in and say well yes i i agree that that over here this product is not what i'm interested in but if i go into here i'm going into a group of piranhas that are going to literally eat me up and 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 i'm going to lose whatever social power or whatever equity i have because i'm i'm going to be piranha eaten by the piranhas called the left duck yeah, you do notice this with when you see people complaining about uh, Joe Biden's policies. They, you know, the first thing they said was, oh, give him a chance. Oh, he's only been in office for how long now? Just give him a chance. Please just give him a chance. And then, you know, you keep harping on him and people are like, oh, well, you must be a Trump supporter. You know, like th their first reaction is not to say, oh, yeah, Joe Biden's got his problems. Yeah, let's talk about how his problems are, are screwing us over and how our lives are going to be negatively affected by his policies, even though that's entirely possible that it will happen. You know, instead, they immediately go to the guy's defense and they always preface it with this thing. They always say, well, I don't really agree with Joe Biden either, but I mean, what's the alternative? Donald Trump. And that's like their whole argument. And so like they're very vicious in defending the guy it's like a personal thing for these guys and yeah you're right they you do turn into piranha bait and you do get shredded because once one starts feeding on you then like a zillion other ones pop out of the wall like a bunch of well a bunch of vermin and start attacking you as well dylan yeah and you know i think it came up in the election this idea of a centrist you know the centrist is really it, are really a part of the right. They're not part of the left. They're not part of a socialist measure. They're they're not part of, you know, what what you and I I think would would ideally want for for America and for the people to provide that that really easy pathway to the pursuit of happiness or easier in a lot of ways. But instead, what they are is this. So so the centrists are part of the right. They're part of the 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 American dream, you know, Joe Biden is the American dream. He drives the Corvette. He's got the house. He's got the the white teeth. He looks the part of of what of what both the Republicans and the centrist Democrats are selling. And then over to to the far far right, you have you know this other faction, but they they. But that faction views themselves as kind of the knights of the right in many ways. So they are they feel like they're the, the spearhead. And then on the left, you have this like you have all these little groups. You have all these little pieces that say, well, I don't like you because you're 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 not part of my little group. And you're like, well, I support your group. Well, you don't support it well enough. Mm. What, what, what does that mean?
because I'm not, I don't have, I don't identify as X, Y, or Z. I'm not part of your group. And that's at the end of the day, we are human animals trying to survive. I don't have an ulcer because I'm trying to be kind. Fuck. Well, I think, you know, the, the best thing the left does, and I, I think this show has turned kind of into a, a drag the left kind of, kind of episode, but you know, in a lot of ways, the left needs to be dragged because I'm a creature of the left. I'm a man of the left. I've always said so. You know, I don't think that I've ever, I don't, I don't think I've ever called myself a rightist in any sense of the word. Now that I look back over 44 years, no, I don't think I've ever done that one time, you know, and yet I look around me and see all these leftists just tearing each other apart. And it it always brings to mind the, the statistic that said something like 65% of the population want a third party option, 65%. And then I always shoot back every single time. And this basically shuts anyone up. Okay. Well, you guys need to unite around one single option, you know, and it can't, it probably won't be your choice. It'll probably be someone, it'll probably be the, be the libertarians. But if you really want a third party to win, you all have to get behind the libertarian guy or whoever has the best shot because, you know, you're not going to win with the socialist, United Socialist Worker Revolutionary Communist Maoist Party. That is not going to win any elections in this fucking country. Excuse my language. It's not going to win any elections in this country. And so get off that business right now because Maoism is never going to be a reality in the United States. Never. If you want Maoism so much, go to freaking China because and I I sound like a my like like someone's racist uncle by saying that, but yes, that's where Maoism is. It's not in the United States. You know, if you want if you want that, you have to leave this country. You have to find an alternative that the vast majority of those people who want a third party option would select if it if you weren't even like talking to them. Yeah, I mean then that you've identified the problem. I mean it's not only is it okay to stay here, it's also okay okay to leave. There is globalization. You can find a job, you can marry into it into a different culture, you can you can you can shape shift your identity and your nationalism if you want to support a different pathway. But that's if we are talking about America, we're talking about a very specific specific choices. We only have the right, which is very, as we said in the beginning of the show, a very sellable, tangible product going up against the left, which is a bunch of pieces. And these pieces aren't aren't coming together like the you know i'm 47 my one of my favorite cartoons was the transformers where they no the the cat what was the cat one the 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 thundercats thundercats yeah they would come together and to form the bigger cat and always win Mm. that's what the left needs to do but instead they're like no i don't like your cat i don't like i'm i I don't want to be connected to you and and it it it, we don't get anywhere And we don't, and not only do we not get anywhere, we don't, we don't get, we, we aren't gaining power. We aren't banking power. We're, 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 our power is being diluted every time that we say, oh, you're, you're wrong. Well, maybe I am wrong. That's okay. But does, does me being wrong, does you being right mean I have to be wrong? Then, then that's, that's a wrong 
that that doesn't develop a society mm -hmm. that develops an authoritarian system yeah and you know and and that's ultimately the left is like we're not we're not about that but maybe you are because if if your identity if all of our if all the left specialized special special groups identity believe that because they are right everybody else is wrong then that's what they're building because there is no middle ground well i think Stop. The, Finish your thought. well here's 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 the way i see it and i'm going to use the term catholic as an adjective uh, the left is very catholic in this sense in that every single one of these organizations these little rinky dink 750 people organizations on the left thinks that they are the correct socialists and everybody else is actually a real socialist but just don't know it yet so they don't they don't attack you know other leftists as uh as heretics they attacked other leftists as apostates and the the attack against an apostate is much more vicious than it is against a heretic. A leftist would rather attack another leftist than a Democrat. A leftist would attack a, rather attack another leftist than a Republican. Because you know, we know how we all know how evil Republicans are. Yeah, okay, let's set that to the side. Now F you, you stupid you revolutionary Marxist communist, you know, workers' party, you know, splitters, you know, just like that. It's 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 ridiculous. It's like a Monty Python sketch living out in real life here in the United States of America. Dylan, I'll let you finish it up. So from the Marine and the hippie, I think we've just agreed that without unity in the left, we don't, the, the power structure and the products that we're fighting against remain the same. Yeah. So to our left listeners, unify, figure out how to communicate effectively with somebody else in the left who might not have the same point of view and find that middle ground or find the solution that encompasses the problem. I would think that probably a lot of the problems, as I said in the beginning of the show, would be access to mental health care. Because mental health care at a nominal, nominal or free cost to most people would solve a lot of the social problems that, that people are fighting against. Think about that for a minute and look forward to hearing from you the next time. I'm Dylan from Turkey. I'm the hippie. And I'm Doc from Iowa. I am the Marine. Cool. Until next week, or until next time, peace. Peace. You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. For more information on the Marine, follow Doc at Supernova underscore Earth on Twitter and listen to the Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on the Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.